Welcome to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast, presented by 13 Fishing Canada. Make your own luck. We're here to scratch that angling itch and talk everything fishing. Join us as we sit down with special guests from across the industry. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon Cater and Logan Lewis. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I uh, hope you had a fantastic long weekend. Uh, for those of you that aren't in Canada, uh, it was a long weekend here up here in Saskatchewan. I think in Manitoba, I don't know if it's, is it nationwide? I don't even know. I'm not too sure. I know uh, some federal employees don't get off. I think it is province by province, so I'm not I'm not really too sure. I had the day off. Anyways, it was a stat holiday on Monday. Uh, welcome back, everyone. My name is Brandon. I'm here with my co-host, Logan Lewis. And uh, we have part two of, uh, of our interview with Sam Moore. Uh, but before we get into that, we got a, a few things to talk about. I mean, um, it was free fishing weekend as well over the long weekend. I know a lot of people um, were taking advantage of that, trying to get people into the sport. Maybe somebody that has wanted to get into it, hasn't wanted to buy a license or, you know, it's just kind of like a good weekend to get somebody into the sport, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's uh, it was family weekend, right? So um, that's yeah. a big thing. I know it's the nice part is here in, in Saskatchewan, at least I don't know what it's like in other provinces or states, but I believe it's if you're, would it be 15 and under? You don't have to buy a license, right? Um, uh, something like that. I think that. once you turn 16, you got to start buying a license, but that's huge, right, for, for getting people into the sport and that's the nice part about this weekend is usually I know it's lots of lots of trips where like I say a guy's going out by himself but now he can bring his family out bring the wife out she can fish too for free right if that's going to be like one of the only weekends she fishes um may as well yep. go on the free fishing weekend uh, I was kind of hit and miss weather wise um I think Saturday was Saturday was nice enough but pretty windy I believe and then it kind of went to minus 30 again it was like Minus 30, plus 4. I am so done, (laughs) so done with this winter. Like, it was like minus 40 today. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, not nice. Not nice at all. But we're getting closer to that March here. What, this is the 22nd we're recording the intro and outro. So we're getting a lot closer to March where you can actually kind of sit outside, do your tip-ups or do those those burbot evening fishes where you don't even have to go in the tent, right? Like, it's going to start getting to that minus 10, which feels like plus 10 this time of year right and the days are getting longer yeah you have more daylight to fish in um you know you're not getting off the ice at 5 5 30 because it's dark out already um yeah just all around super exciting to uh be getting into that late february and into march because that's when other than early ice a lot of things start to pick up so yeah um i know a lot of guys this weekend i've seen a lot of posts and stuff a lot of people tagging us in uh, in their posts a lot of big pike a lot of big burbot and uh, around our neck of the woods here those are kind of the two that really turn on this time of year yeah tis tis the season for that but i guess we're still thinking ice fishing but um there's a couple tournaments that have announced their dates and and whatnot yeah so like obviously my catch um which you are super familiar with because you work for them uh they have a march madness tournament coming up so that's uh that's pretty cool i think it's a multi-species tournament yeah you probably know a little bit more about that than i do yeah it's uh pike walleye and burbot it's running i'll just look it up here got the get the dates it's those three species um and i think it's running it starts on the 28th i do believe yeah or 26th yeah 26th 26th of february to the 
So Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday, and then it runs... Tomorrow. When, when you're listening to this True. on Friday, March Madness from My Catch by Angler's Atlas will kick off tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. So it still gives you time to enter. I think, I'm pretty sure you can enter once it's started, too. Um, but may as well get in early, get those fish going. I don't, yeah, I don't see the, the end date here, but I'm pretty sure it runs for a while. It's March Madness, right? So, um, but yeah. that'll be going on. Um, Doug let us know that I think he said there is about 30 spots left open for the last mountain fall walleye classic, which that's way down the road. Right. But those things seem to fill up. So you want to, you want to get your entries in if you're planning to fish that, um, what do you say here? Find the texts here. Yeah. 30, 30 teams yeah. from being full on the main tournament. Yeah. And that was, that was a couple days or a week ago too. Right. So, uh, when we were talking to Doug, he mentioned that, you know, there's a lot of teams that obviously get grandfathered in and that are registered already, but like, it's going to fill up quick, especially not, not really, not really knowing what's going to go on, uh, with this whole COVID if, you know, borders are going to open or I don't, I don't know. Like if you have to be vaxxed still and I don't, yeah. do you know? Well, no, I have no clue. What that, what? Yeah, so like I mean, if if Americans are going to be able to come over, uh, these tournaments are going to, especially that one's going to fill up super quick. Yeah. Um, but he also did mention that the pro am is going to be back for the second year. Right, and there's going to be so, twenty yeah. teams in that is the plan. So twenty teams max. Yeah, I think I think so. That's so I'm hoping I'll be able to get in on that. I guess I should probably look that up, seeing as we're saying <laughs> saying to check it out. Yeah, I so check I mean. That out. That was I participated in it last year. It was the first first annual pro am uh, for the Last Mountain Fall Walleye Classic, and uh, it, it was it was awesome. It was cool to you know sit down and, and chat with. Uh, I was partnering up with somebody from Alberta. Uh, it was a cool experience. Um, yeah, I mean if you're looking to get into walleye tournament angling, it's a great opportunity. It's a cheap opportunity to uh, fish a tournament, and um, so that'll be the Wednesday I think before. Um, the the fall classic so right. it wasn't only like 20 like this i don't know what's gonna be this year but it wasn't only like 25 bucks to enter last year or something yeah it was minimal very minimal yeah and i think first place took home a couple hundred bucks and it was because of sponsoring and whatnot but still that's yep you get so much knowledge and just kind of gets your if you are want to do that like brandon said it gets your foot in the door gets building relationships right you're all, all day on the boat with someone that you haven't met before so i mean that's always interesting meeting someone new so definitely i'll be as long as everything lines up with work, I plan to be fishing that as well. There you go. And of course, I mean, uh, we'll jump back to my catch about walleye wars. We had Dallas um, on quite a few episodes ago. I can't remember I what 14. episode it was, but we had we had Dallas on for my catch. Um, he's kind of the brains behind walleye wars, and they just released um, all of the tournament dates except for Alberta. Right. Yeah. So that was actually episode fifteen with Dallas. If you want to go back and check out that one. Um, but yeah, they released those three dates and just kind of waiting on confirmation for Alberta. And then hopefully that one will, I guess, be going as well. Right. So you've got Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Alberta walleye wars. That'll be going on that they've already opened registration for, which they haven't done. Uh, they didn't do last year. Uh, so you can actually get your dates set, get your time off work and get your registrations in early kind of thing. So, um, and it's, pretty neat they have garmin on as a, as a main sponsor for all of the walleye wars which is a pretty big sponsor i mean um that yeah i mean i think they're giving away a live scope or something for 
a prize for all of the walleye wars as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but another thing to note, you know, just touching on the Garmin topic, Garmin just came out with Live Scope Plus. You know, everyone's talking about Live Scope, Live Imaging, you know, Humminbird, uh, Garmin, Lawrence. Uh, but Garmin just came out with Live Scope Plus. Yeah. I, do you, I haven't really looked into it a whole lot, have you? Um, I was just looking at it before we kind of sat down to record this. So the video is pretty sweet. Um, just the kind of this. They always are. Yeah, like they got to be, right? So the screen images. i Sam Moore didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the screen images look pretty sweet. I haven't ate, like one of my buddies has live scope now, but I haven't fished with them since he got it. So I haven't actually seen one in person yet. Um, but according to the site, looks like we've got, um, what is this? See images clearly with improved screen clarity, transducer sensitivity, and target separation. Um, scan surroundings with sharper images, reduced noise, and fewer sonar artifacts. Oh, upgrade your current live scope system, black box, with just a new transducer. That'd be good. Um, Decent. Yeah, and then it says, "Don't miss it." So the, huh? I was just gonna say, so the, those guys with the current live scope aren't completely you know, left in the dark, you know, it's not like they have old technology. It's fairly easy to upgrade if they really want to. Yeah. But yeah, it just looks, I know I've seen like some YouTube videos and stuff where that, what, that's one thing I have noticed can be the noise sometimes that you see yeah. like that little bit of flashing, but, um, of course they're going to find places too with pretty sweet. Um, like we were talking earlier, like I was like, this lake has a ton of trees or it has a sunken building, stuff <laughs> like that. Right. They're going to find stuff like that, but it all looks, looks pretty neat. So, I mean, I, we both have Garmin units now, so maybe in the future, um, that'll be something, something that'll come down the pipe. Who knows? But definitely, definitely cool to now see that. Know, now you know what to get me for Christmas next yeah, year. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be a wedding gift for you. And what is that? That one probably runs what? $1,700 US? $1,699.99 USD. US. So 6K yeah, so Canadian. Like five, yeah, I was just going to say like five, <laughs> five G. Yeah. Anyways, so we have part two with Sam Moore, but um, yeah, we we had a really great conversation with Sam. I mean, part one, um, it seems like a lot of people are enjoying it, you know, talking about what he does in the industry, not just fishing, but the outdoor industry, um, working with large brands um, and a, lo- a lot of great information about like FPV drones and technology that, you know, some people are, are familiar with, but you know, a lot of people don't realize this type of technology is out there, like a drone that goes 120 miles an hour and can do flips yeah. and chase down a boat going Mach 1. Um, but yeah, part two, uh, it's just as good. We get into a little bit about um, some of the business ventures that he's been on aside from his, produ- his uh, production company. You know, he had a fishing line company, um, obviously he created a big, big brand around that and how he kind of grew that brand and we get into a little more details on the business aspect of things. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, it was a fun one. Um, sadly, this is the last part of it, but still the fact that we got to sit down for like an hour 45 with him was, was pretty cool. But, um, I guess before we hop into that, we've got to say thanks to a couple people, a couple companies. Absolutely. We've got to give a quick shout out to the Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. Um, if you don't have a membership, go uh, go check it out. Uh, they're super cheap, go a long ways. They also have a online auction going on right now. So you can head over to their Facebook page, check that out. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, and uh, I think there was like a $10,000 goal. And I think they were just under eight. Um, so go check that out. There might be something you're interested in. You could probably get it for cheap if no one's bid on it yet. Yeah, for sure. And of course... 
They have the Saskatchewan Master Angler Program. So uh, a lot of people I know over the weekend were uh, submitting Master Angler Burbit. Um, so yeah, definitely go over to your uh, app store, uh, download the Saskatchewan Master Angler app, and uh, start submitting your catches. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next, we've got Blackfish Gear. Um, definitely something that's going to be coming into play more here once we do get into that March Madness. Um, I'll probably pull out the waterproof socks, honestly. You can get into some pretty big slush. I did, thankfully, finally Ooh. get new boots. Um, no Ooh. more no more holes. What'd you get? Uh, I got What'd you the get? Cabela's, uh, oh, what are they called? Some kind of like Trek boot. I don't know. They're on they're on sale on Boxing Day, and I bought those. They are, I get me. They make me about an inch and a half, two inches taller, which is a plus. Damn, um, I gotta get myself a pair yeah, of those. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing for us short guys. But uh, no, they've been they've been pretty sweet, pretty warm. They they breathe nice too. Um, so that's been yeah. huge. But yeah, I'll probably be wearing. I've got two pairs of the waterproof socks. Probably be tossing those on just in case. Uh, sometimes even just wear rubber boots out there because it's warm enough. But just the water on top of the ice gets pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, big thanks to to them for coming on. Yeah, and if you want or you or if you're interested in anything Blackfish gear, uh, you can head on to the show notes below. There's an exclusive fifteen percent off discount code um blackfishgear.com the entire website um go grab yourself a jacket uh bibs waterproof socks whatever you need 15 percent off you won't get that anywhere else yeah for sure and then i guess we may as well play a quick word here from lucky bastard distillers and then get right into the episode there are certain moments in life that really stick with you this is definitely one of them the thrill of the deal, my friends, is not a myth. Prohibition is over, Saskatchewan. Ask about LB's legendary Birmingham's Dill Pickle Vodka. After all, it's not a party until someone pulls out the pickle. Tours and tastings available. Call or stop by 814 47th Street East. And tonight, why not mix your Caesar with some lucky bastard? It's the one with the pickle in it. Yeah. No, it looked like you were working pretty hard today, and then you end up, I saw in your story, you picked up a rod, and you just slapped a pie plate of a gill, eh? Literally, okay, so, <laughs> if I'm being honest, and I got guys behind me on the laptop smiling right now, um, we had this epic bite oh, I know, I bet, I bet you, <laughs> Benny's probably yeah, just sitting all, there they're grinning. All the, they're all the background just diet, but, like, we had this epic bite planned, and, and then we, like, it was happened last night, and we were a little late, but we knew it was going to happen today, we got there early. And it just didn't pan out. Um, and I'm getting all the technical stuff I need and, and setting up some of the gear that, again, you don't really want to have out or filming with when fish are coming through. And so we're getting all those cool shots whatever, but, yeah. like, uh, fish just weren't happening. And so I'm like, I'm like, all right, I got everything I need. I just need some fish. And, like, a guy's, you know, wrenching on some reels. Like, I need those shots. And so I'm waiting. So I grab a rod. But, um, boom, pop, like, a nine and a half inch. I'm like, all right, nothing to this, guys. Meanwhile, I got five guys, six guys around me who are fishing who, are like, haven't had anything come across producer. And so I make a little comment about it, and then, like, I grab a camera, take a couple more pictures, grab my rod again, turn my freaking bird on, and, like, boom, there's a mark on the drop down, boom, like a ten and a half. And I was like, guys, come on, like, who wants to, like, this isn't that hard. And I was giving, that, those little moments are like, like, I don't know how it always works that way, but, like, you'd be surprised at how much, um, you know, the camera guy, you know, sit back and, like, watch what everyone's doing, and just hop in for, like, a minute or two and catch one. Like, dude, it happens all the time. And I don't know if it's, I don't know how to explain it, but, um... 
it's it was certainly uh, gave me the feel to give them a hard time the rest of the night because uh, you know a couple of those guys didn't catch a fish all, all night and I popped in for like six seconds and caught two good ones and we end up like well we should take a picture of us I got like two or three pictures of me tonight which never happens and uh, <laughs> it, just, it was just it was fun um, like I said you can't you can't make that kind of thing up but uh, part of it is also being in a position to where like. I can pick up a rod. Like, that doesn't always happen. Usually, if I'm caught up and I got what I need and I'm waiting on something specific like a window of a bite or something like that, then I can. But um, a lot of times, I'm just sitting around waiting for the, those assets. Or if, or if I'm having time to kill, I'll go out and take pictures or stills or something. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think uh, I think one thing, just skipping back a bit, uh, me and Brian, we were wanting to talk about it. You had mentioned line, right? Um, do, you, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess I've yeah. There's Brandon's got I the just hat got a right there. Hat. That's awesome, dude. That's funny. You just pulled that up, and that's that's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. No. Oh man. I I made sure I had it right beside me. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I think uh, I think one thing with that, I guess, is I think I've talked to you a little bit on Instagram, and I think I talked to you like maybe two or three years ago and we were just talking talking about the company and you're like hey do you want to try some of this stuff out and so i actually still have i still use that that's usually my leaders actually i bought some floral for leaders for when i'm trout fishing and that's what i'm using but um i guess we were just kind of wondering like kind of what, what's going on with that because we obviously see so much with with the media and whatnot and and we we're just yeah. kind of just curious because yeah. like anything that i've used from we also actually bought like the thousand yard spool of the 40 pound braid <laughs> Um, awesome. got that as well and I've been using that for pike and, and lake trout so we just yeah just curious about what's going on there so again and and not that uh, you guys would would know this or um, that a lot of people necessarily know it um, I started that company in uh, end of 2019 the winter of 2019 um, and uh, as of spring of 2021 uh, I no longer no longer own it I sold it um, it's, uh, it's no oh, longer mine. I'm, I've actually, oh, and as of about three or four months ago, I have, I've actually nothing to do with it. And, um, long story short, uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't expect, uh, to be in that position. Um, line was something for me that, uh, when you have money invested into people and, and gear, uh, and media, right. Um, and I know how to do other yeah. aspects of creating a company like that, rather be sourcing overseas or rather be, the marketing campaigns, rather it be website. I mean, like a lot of guys can look up how to build a website. It's not that necessarily hard. Um, but media is one of those things that unless you can do it internally, um, it costs a lot of money to hire someone to do a really good job and to separate yourself against other brands that have been established. Uh, so Line was one of those things that I, um, believe it or not, was I gave the idea to a couple buddies because I had too many things going on. I, I own a golf ball company. I owned an apparel company. Like uh, on top of what I was doing with more media, like I was just too busy. And I told some buddies, like, listen, this is the this is the couple factories I've gotten a hold of. Like, you should look at this. It's really cool. There aren't a lot of lines, uh, line brands out there. Um, they didn't do a whole lot with it. And after a month, I'm like, the heck with it. I'll do it. And eventually, uh, I just grew. And I stopped pretty much everything but more media and focused on line. Uh, it was, I was able to incorporate not only friends and people that I met in the industry, but, um, you know, I was able to create the content. You know, I'd go down to Florida for a shoot for someone. And I stay a couple days extra and create line content, or I'd go out fun fishing, and I could create content because I it was just easy. It was a category that I get a lot of people behind, um, and I can't tell you how much I learned about all aspects of rather it be small business, rather it be inventory management, rather it be um, e-commerce, and rather it be import export into the country. Like 
I learned a, a ridiculous amount, but uh, I was at the point where it was just growing so fast. Um, I was have to. I had to make a decision of of, of some money I was going to put into, um, you know, getting a few different people. I mean, being honest with you guys, like me and my wife were doing most of that kind of small business ourselves until the later part of the company. Yeah. So like, uh, I mean, as it was growing, it was it became evident that there's no way we could keep doing this ourselves. Um, so it got to the point where I had to make that decision. Well, it happened to be someone approached me um, about buying the company and it was kind of foreign to me and I was like I don't even know what that looks like uh, but long story short um, they're a company that uh, and it's it's public knowledge who bought it and um, and, and who uh, owns it now and who's running it and what they're going to do with it and such but um, it just it just made sense I had to kind of go like this and for me uh, I enjoyed as much about the process and, and building that brand as I did you know, it wasn't about the money. I didn't. I didn't make a lot of money online. It was always putting money back into growing it, right? I mean, the, anyone who does that in mm-hmm. small business knows that they're typically not profitable for the first two or three years. Uh, it's just always about growing it. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed that process. So for me, it was much about that as, as as it was about the logo and the brand. Now I had a soft spot for it, of course. I mean, it was my baby, right? I mean, it was like it was like it was my version of what uh, a thirteen had back in the day. Now it never did or had the potential what it could do, but like it was my own way to to own something and really model it the way I wanted. And, uh, and I'm incredibly thankful for the people that helped out with it. But yeah, and in terms of April, this 2021, I sold it. I was involved for a little bit. I helped in the transition and then I completely stepped away here, uh, about five, six months ago. And now, um, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you what the, I still have people hit me up and say, Hey man, like, can I get like a discount code or like, can I get like, <laughs> like, like, can I get like, can I get a hoodie like I did last year or something? And, um, it just, I mean, obviously, I, I can't do anything about that. But um, I think the the company that bought it still plan on doing stuff with it. I think uh, they're a much bigger company with a lot bigger uh, fish to fry, and um, and they're going to incorporate either that brand or rebrand it or something. But um, for me, it's uh, it's all about kind of figuring out what's next, right? Um, it's just figuring out, uh, you know, I have I have an, I have all kinds of ideas for what the next brand's going to be and. Uh, although obviously it's not going to be a fishing line brand, um, I'm working on what I'm going to do next because every day that I go that goes by that I'm not putting the dollars and cents that I've invested in more media to also create content for a brand that I own is opportunity cost. And um, yeah, I'm yeah, just yep. I, I I can't I can't not have something like that. So um, I'm def- I'm working on something right now. I'm in the process of possibly purchasing a company and uh, and also creating a, creating a couple different product lines of my own too. So. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm thirsty for it. I'm, I'm not going to stop. There you go. I'm out of many, many hats. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. It's Shit. Mo- like so I, said, I should like people- frame this line hat then, eh? Most, yeah, dude. That's OG, man. Uh, it's funny because uh, one of the guys here that's in the house had a uh, bust out one of the original like line jackets, and I'm like, I mean, it used, it's like anything. You see that, like, oh man, like it's just crazy from where it started to where it went to where it is now in a matter of you know two and a half years or two years for that matter. Um, I never would have expected yeah. it or, or thought of it, but um, yeah, I'm I'm very much so looking forward to uh, you know you learn a lot from that whole process from selling a company, man. There's a lot of things that that uh, it sound might sound simple, but it's just crap you got to go through and and lessons learned throughout that whole process. And um, and again, there 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 are things that as I do with the next one and go on to the next thing because it won't be the last. You learn from and, and you uh, you expand on, and I'm looking forward to the next thing. I'm I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing uh what that next that next brand turns into so i'm sure at, at a given point where yeah i'm ready to uh to release and start talking about that uh, i'll be hitting you guys up and, and send you some stuff and a little goodie package to see what you think and 
it's um, I'm very much so looking forward to being involved in that side of small business again. Yeah, no, I think Absolutely. that's that's one thing I I found kind of funny when I first came across it. I was like, it's a fishing line called Line, and then I, now <laughs> that we've sat down with Jay and Josh, right? They've basically done the same thing with that marketing hat or hack of the catching cook, right? Like, yeah, <clears throat> lots of things that people don't think about, but it's just a, hu- a huge hack to have that because you go on YouTube, how many catching cook videos are there, right? Yeah, um, you know, Jay, uh, when he got into that or first started thinking about it, um, uh, he would call me often and ask about random things. And, 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 you know, he was a year and a half or so behind that, that cycle, but he would be asking me questions that I was like, man, I just went through this. I mean, everything from warehousing to like how you get stuff uh, shipped to, uh, I mean, online stuff to like, he was going through things and, and not that I'm taking credit for anything. I mean, he, we talked minimally about it, but like, it was just, uh, it was super cool to see him put and leverage what he can do, not only behind a camera, but with the exposure he has on social and YouTube behind a brand that he owns. And uh, I, I can't tell you how many times yep. I've, I've told people who are YouTubers uh, and or uh, people who have that kind of influence in the creative background that you need to own a company that you're shooting or creating your, your content for. Because if you don't, um, nothing's ever, I mean, why not always invest in yourself? It's just, it's just another way to invest in yourself. So. Um, yeah, it was. I'm really. It's, yeah. it's really cool to see where it's gone. And and I, I last time I talked to Jay, it's blown up, and he's moved from manufacturing to scaling to everything. He's just gotten bigger and bigger. And I have no doubt that it's gonna. I mean, I got some in my cupboard up here. Like it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna. He's gonna do awesome things with it. Oh yeah, no, I think the I think the sky's the limit, especially you know for for a guy like that that has that. Um, that audience on on YouTube and social media, but like just being able to monetize your audience in a way, right? Where you're not really selling. It's not salesy, right? Like it's it's creating yep. content and you throw in your product on top of that, right? So it's just creating that brand recognition every time that he makes a video with it. And I mean, you're getting 50 to 100,000 views every video. So yeah. it's just, yeah, oh, yeah. marketing uh, 101. So but okay, yeah, yeah, no, that was uh, something we were super curious about because obviously, like, we both bought fishing line. Uh, obviously, weren't sure where where things were going with that. Like, obviously, we know you're super busy with more media. Just hired, uh, you know, a couple more employees. Um, but yeah, okay, that's 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 pretty cool. That's congratulations, like yeah, selling a business. I, uh, that's awesome. Like I said, not a lot of like I said, and it's not something I ever really, um, you know, I guess got super public about it. Like, and here, excuse me, while I lean over my laptop, I have a buddy that's pouring me another drink um but uh it's, and that's something like i go crazy public about because like i don't really i don't really care about like oh like i owned it or i was i did the like i don't care about that as much i care about um growing the brand and, and having its own part of it i mean i don't i don't know i just um i wouldn't have gone on on social like hey guys just let you never you know i sold it or whatever like i just a lot of people don't know because i don't really talk about that much and and i don't um i don't need to i don't mm-hmm. need to uh, share that that side of it. Uh, if someone wants to know, they can find out. I do feel uh, a little bit bad for the people who, again, were reaching out for like a code that I can't help with. Um, but uh, I'm hoping that you know they, yeah. they continue to work and they can do things with it and they can do their own thing. And and um, I mean, yeah, man. Like I said, the, the guys who bought it are, are, are going to probably do some amazing things with it and continue to grow it and all that kinds of stuff. So for me, it was uh, it was a good move and it was it was one of those things that put me on a path where I want to be with me and my family and we're just continue to move on and figure out what's next right yeah just living life awesome yeah um 
Okay, let's take a little bit of a, a little bit of a direction turn here. Um, yeah. There's probably going to be a lot of people that are tuning into this podcast, um, obviously that love fishing are obviously taking advantage of social media and stuff. For somebody that wants to get into content creation, outdoor content creation, um, do you have like three beginner tips? Like if somebody's just wanting to jump into content creation um, and the outdoor scene, what are your three tips? Yeah, um, I'm going to try and think about this because I don't want to say the same thing everyone else says. And and reality is most people say this, the same things because it's true. Um, but I think that if I can, yeah. I can word it differently, um, people might find value in that. Um, I'm not sure if this is number one. Oh, These aren't going to be in a specific, um, it'd be in a specific order. But uh, whether it's, it's uh, held me back or push me forward, uh, be better than the guy next to you. Um, and I say say that with a grain of salt, not 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 as an as an ego thing, not as because uh, better matters, but um, you have to be able to be hungry about it to where you're willing to work harder than the person next to you. Um, I think that a lot of people yeah. uh, assume that there's enough uh, either work to go around or they can just be adequate, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't like you know worry about your work compared to other people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you're always eager to impress, eager to learn. And eager to over deliver, um, those characteristics stand out, and companies appreciate that. Rather, you're at the level what a company needs or not, um, you're going to find someone who appreciates that. You're going to grow with that company, and then you're going to eventually go on to the next one and, and go bigger and better. Um, you know, I had someone tell me at the early ages of it, you have ten clients, you get the eleventh that's better. The first one is usually the one you stop doing doing work with. I mean, it, it's always moving forward, right? Um, so being hungry for it's important. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, and Jay's a really good example of that. Um, there's, there's ways to ask people in the industry, uh, who are doing similar things at the time Jay was getting into YouTube, but was less into YouTube, more into production. It was more exactly what I was looking to get into. And although Jay was in Canada and we weren't really necessarily be competition, right? So to speak, um, we were in the same industry and he had every right to, to be like, man, I'm not going to say a whole lot because you know. You're gonna eventually possibly work for the clients that I can work with, and um, I think it's really cool that not only did he take it upon himself to, to say, "Hey, I think you can do this on your own," and, and encourage me to do it on my own, um, but if I ever had a random odd question about something that I know he had experience with, um, he would answer. And I've tried to do the same same kind of yeah. thing with the people that approach me. Now, there's a difference between people who are asking to because they're in a pickle or, or because they're looking to find more information to grow and there's different guys that are looking to do it to leverage what you know and take a shortcut there's i think that's a big difference and um some guys might not know the difference Huge, and yeah. i feel like I have a pretty pretty good idea on, on what that looks like but i've had people reach out to me and, and you could tell they're looking to take a shortcut and i don't have a lot of patience for that because i think that not only does it really not help them but i could show them a preset that i use for a camera or they want to borrow a piece of equipment because they they you know they want to do something cool for a video and there's part of me that says well hey man you know go rent it go go figure this on your own go look up a YouTube video on it because you're gonna learn it that much better and and I'm not here just to walk you through it now if you have a question that I can help with that'll that'll alleviate some issues in the future and that will encourage you to continue to grow with what you want to do I'm here for that um, but but setting the difference between the two right and I, and I think most people that reach out and most people yeah. that I've reached out to um, know that difference. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really freaking creative and impressive people out there that do what I do far more than I ever uh, am right now, or maybe ever will be. Um, but you know, accessing that group and, and feeding off that people and saying, "Hey, 
you know, there's plenty of work to go around here. Like it's all work together, and like and on those common things. There's a difference between that and 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 hey, let me you know give me a shortcut to how you got to where you are, or or like uh, uh you know um, a recommendation or a piece of equipment or like let me borrow that or let me get that. Like it's just a difference there. So I think being mm-hmm. hungry for it and uh, and yeah. leveraging uh, people who really want to see you help succeed. Um, everyone says you know surround yourself with people that want you to see you succeed. Again, I think that's cliche and it's absolutely accurate. Um, I'm trying to think of what I would say for like a third thing. Um, I don't know. I, I just keep going, man. Um, don't stop. I, 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 I mean, I, I left a, a salary job um, and took a almost $30,000 loan out that I had no business taking out um, and lived at in-laws house in their basement uh, just to try and see if this could be a go. Uh, and uh, to really commit yeah. to it and give yourself the time to really believe in yourself to do it. And I guess that kind of is cliche because I think a lot of people say that, but um, uh, you know, you, you put your best foot forward and you really mean well and you work hard at it, you're, you're going you're gonna to be successful. I haven't heard of a lot of people that got the short end of the straw when they really had all their ducks in a row and really put their best foot forward. Um, usually that, that success throws, throws through it. It might not happen right away. It might not happen in six months. But uh, most people who are good at what they do and, and really own their craft and become experts at their craft or specialists, they do, they turn out just fine, and and they'll find a way to make money at it. And I think that that's really could go for <clears throat> anything you you Absolutely. go towards in your life, right? Not just <clears throat> your specific thing, right? Like when you first started talking there, it's like you could apply that to any job that you do for anyone, big or small, right? It's it's not just meeting the expectation; it's trying to go over and above and showing them your value, I guess. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, Shit, this is turning into a life lesson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's funny, man. I mean, I, obviously you guys have been targeted by the same ads of, of, you know, join my training class and I show you how to be the bad, like all those things. But it's funny because chances are a lot of those things that people look at that are pretty gimmicky or like they're really trying to sell me something chances are there's probably someone behind it that had good intentions and like if you think about it if you really think you've captured something that that is unique about hey you really just got to do it this way or that way what else are you going to do i mean you're going to try and share it and 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 show the people and um not say that all those you know go buy these classes or what i'm not saying that but like there's you there's a lot of things you can't you can't substitute hard work for and and someone who really wants it if you're hungrier than the guy next to you uh and you can beat that guy next to you you're 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 gonna move forward it might not be the first day, but it'll, it'll eventually will mm-hmm. happen. Hundred percent. Awesome. There you go. Uh, I think the really good answer. Really, really good answer. <laughs> I feel like that's rambling a lot, but I I appreciate it. it gives me confidence that I'm not just rambling. <laughs> Get your adventure out with JP Adventure Rentals in Saskatchewan. Whether it's remote ice fishing, hunting, trail riding, or just taking family and friends out for a day of fun, JP Adventure Rentals has you covered with brand new ATVs, snowmobiles, aluminum trailers, plus accessories. Visit jpadventurerentals.ca to make your reservation. Check out our sister company, Saskatchewan's Best Boat Rentals, for all of your boat rental needs. Pre-book now. Get out there with JP Adventure Rentals. We rent fun. No, no, you weren't rambling. Those are three very valid points. And I think, I mean, I wasn't sure where you were going to go with that, but I'm sure people listening were like, oh, is he going to tell me what camera body to buy? Is he going to say what lens to use to get a sick pic- oh, man. You know, fish fish picture? But like, those are way more valuable than, you know, those little techie Dude, those comments. techie things but come. Like, us being like, from Canada. 
Yeah, they, they, yeah. they come with time and experience. Like, you can fix it all you want on camera gear, and everyone's seen videos on YouTube about how camera gear doesn't matter. I, I, say, I say that to people constantly getting into it. Camera gear doesn't matter. Look at the camera gear I had. Obviously, I think that it matters because I, I try and have the best of what I can always. But that comes, like, when it comes. Yeah. You don't need that to start. Like, that isn't an excuse to say, I can't get there unless I have this camera. Dude, like, you want to be humbled, go look up, like, award-winning movies on iPhones. Like, purely recorded on iPhones. Like, cinemat- like stupid stuff that I couldn't probably dream of creating on the, all the camera gear I have, and they're done on iPhones. It's, it's uh, oh. that'll, it'll humble a guy really quickly, but those things come with experience, man. It, it's, uh, it's only with time and actually getting out there and shooting that, that those things come. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I mean... Right. You, yeah. Somebody could get fixated on like, I need, I need the new Canon R5. If I need, if I want to create, you know, this quality of content when you really, you can just start out with a, a Canon, you know, whatever TDI or SL2 right. or whatever, whatever it may be. And right. just really just get the content. You can, you can shoot content with whatever product you want and can afford. And then you can, you know, expand from there. Um, but what I was going towards was uh, with us being from Canada and you're down in Minnesota area. Do you come up to Canada at all to shoot any content? I was supposed to like a week and a half ago, dude. So I had a uh, for 13 really? actually. Um, yeah, yeah, we had a whole short film. Oh, crap, maybe I shouldn't go into this too much because I think we're still going to shoot it. Um, I, uh, in fact, uh, not no, to get yeah, political. No, that's but fine. That's fine. I, I actually didn't get. Uh, I hadn't been vaccinated until we had planned this trip. And I got vaccinated specifically across the border. Yeah. Uh, of course, a week and a half after I got vaccinated, uh, I got COVID. Uh, that's just how it works. But um, oh. <laughs> we had this trip. We had this. We had this trip planned uh, yep. for a while. And uh, at first, it was it was COVID and, and getting shots in a row and getting everything dialed. And two weeks after your shots, that pushes back. And then I had a, a letter from the tourism Manitoba ready to go. And a letter of invite. We were we had this all scheduled. I was going up to Wacusco. That's all I'll say. And um, yep. and then as soon as we were we were ready to go to Wacusco, uh, like three days before we, we were going to leave, we got an email saying that uh, Canada revoked all of its media uh, invites and licenses uh, for the time being because of COVID. So um, it ended up being where we weren't able to go. Damn. Um, hoping late ice might be a thing. It sounds like end of February they're going to reassess those media invites. Um, but unfortunately, uh, you know, when you're, when you're going up there carrying that much camera gear and you're working there, um, you either have a work visa or you're invited by the tourism bureau and going up there with camera right. gear to work yeah. without that and trying to sneak over the border doesn't do anyone any favors. It's not legal. It doesn't do me any favors. It's not worth the risk. Um, and, uh, unfortunately we had to postpone our trip. So, um, I'll be back. Uh, Brian at Wacusco is an awesome dude. We've been, uh, trying to plan this shoot for years. Uh, it's going to be a really cool, cool, uh, opportunity, cool short film where we have some cool ideas with, with what we're going to do with it. And, um, hopefully late ice, otherwise early ice next year. There you go. I think, I think like you said, not, not to get too political, but both of us are from Saskatchewan. So you can maybe guess how, how we feel about some of the government stuff, but, um, that is kind of ridiculous that they revoke all that stuff. Like it's definitely the media people that are coming up that are the problem, right? With, <laughs> with, with oh, COVID yeah, and absolutely. stuff. Right? And of course, it's obviously I'd still have to have a, a a test that's you know negative and all that fun stuff. I mean, like I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I'm not gonna argue with this. I'm not my place to argue. Oh, there's a rattle reel going off in the back. I was gonna say this whole time we've been sitting here, there isn't a single rattle no. reel going off. In the back. 
Well, we'll see if they actually eat or not. But anyway, honest um, to God, I was, I was expecting, I was expecting, I was, I was expecting a lot of wall eyes. Can, can I can I turn this computer on real quick? Like, look at the, the like, and again, I'm not responsible for yep. anyone in this image because there's a few other people that showed up that I have no idea were even coming. But like, we we got we got like a whole group of guys back here that are like, there's all kinds of whole. Look at we got the editing computer there. And we got hey. everything. Like, we have a whole group of guys that just like showed up at the. We had a yeah again not responsible for anything that was shown there, but hopefully they catch that one maybe. No, it's not there. Okay, it dropped. Anyway, back to the podcast. No, <laughs> um, no I, I, uh, yeah. you know, when I was filming in the fish addiction stuff, um, we went to Canada often. Um, I've been to Canada for a short film for thirteen before with with Jesse Baker. Um, I mean, we've done we have done a couple different trips up yep. that way. Um, I love it. I mean. Part of me wishes I could just get my uh, pilot's license, you know, grab a float plane and crash in the middle of Canada somewhere. If, 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 if stuff ever goes down here, like, real bad, I'll just crash in the middle of Canada and live out off the land or something. Like, I, I love it up there. Um, I may try to make excuses to, to, to go as much as I can. But, um, yeah, it just it was unfortunate this trip got canceled because of that. And uh, it's even more unfortunate that it might be one of those things that it won't happen for another you know, six to nine months. Uh, if uh, if that doesn't get lifted, the media event or media invites get get brought back. But um, we'll be back. Like I said, I'm sure it won't be the last time I'm I'm in over the border. There you go. Well, and sure. I guess I guess that's um. Well, how long have we had you? It's almost, it's been well over an hour now with the the two different sessions <laughs> we've had here. But and those guys have been so nice and quiet for us in the in the background Honestly, too. God, we haven't yeah. heard them at all. Well, they were they've been they've been trickling in and out, and like every once in a while you hear like a. Like oh, okay. like a like a bush being opened or something. I'm like, yeah. ah, there's a couple. <laughs> but uh, no, they've been trickling in and out. Big but I'm bush guy, big yeah. bush guy, dude, dude big. But literally this time, like nine o'clock last night, we caught a random 27 and like a 21 back to back. And like like, long story short, you saw it on my story. Like I had this rattle reel in front of me. I set it. I was sitting there all night. I was waiting for it to go off. I go to my truck for like six seconds. I come back in and Logan is like setting the hook on this fish, and I was like, "All right, that's cool, I guess." I mean, whatever. And it's a freaking twenty-seven inch walleye. I'm like, "All right, I mean, that's fine. It's it is what it is." Caught my fish. I'm not salty oh, about it. Yeah, I saw your. I yeah, know. I saw your story. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's fine. Hey, that's fishing though. That's fishing. Dude, totally, totally. And honestly, I, I told him, I, dude, I talk to, too much crap about walleyes like in the summer, while smallmouth fishing. Like, I, I, I can't tell you how much crap about walleyes I talk. So. I, I'm 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 never gonna be the walleye guy or catch the big wall. Like it's just not in the cards. I just I know that, and I'm okay with that. Um, and uh, so it was it was par for the course that the Logan yeah, and you, you despise walleye. I mean, like I don't know. It just like it's one of those things where when you're bass fishing, like you catch a walleye, it's like ah great. Like you just all pissed off about it. Like don't get me wrong. In the in the later part of my elder years, there's been a part of me that's been enjoyed uh, catching them to <laughs> to eat and stuff, but. Uh, it just isn't my. I mean, I prefer not reeling in like a like a like a soggy boot when I'm fishing, and more like some that fights back. <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. There's like six walleye guys behind me here that are like shaking their head. But that's, that's just me. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, that's my motto. That, that's so how, why I don't catch big walleye. How does Logan feel to have the best name? No, dude, uh, Logan, <laughs> Logan, how do you feel about having the best name? <laughs> you have another Logan who's asking you the question. Not only that, but he he, he uh, exemplified the fact that he has the biggest fish ever caught in this ice house, and that's another thing that he's got under his belt oh, now. Yeah, so. typical with Logan's. Yeah, typical, typical. That's Logan's, actually a yeah. topic I wanted to bring up. That 
that ice house that you're sitting in looks pretty luxurious. Uh, if I if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure I saw a big a big more media sign somewhere in there. Yeah, so is that like is that the more media headquarters for the winter? Oh. Let's see. Oh, let's, see MT, let's see oh, MTV Cribs back to back episodes. Well, dude, here. I, I, if if I had my phone, like I do, like a whole like walk around. But um, no, dude. Full transparency. This is a ice house that I bought to bow hunt out of. Uh, on the land and um, I needed a place to, to sleep and I wanted to shower and stuff um, and I didn't I'm not a big permanent yeah. house guy just I'm not when we go fishing we're either working or we're mobile you know we're in a sledder or a ranger or something or just walking out so this whole like sit down here drink beer yeah. and wait the fish to come you thing is new to me um, I can tell you I love it like it's great like I see how people do it um, but no uh, one of a, a new client of ours is Aquatraction they, they're the ones that put this flooring in and um oh dude it's silly like oh yeah it looked cool beforehand don't get me wrong but they did the more media logo and they put the entire flooring in they got rulers here um this stuff's ridiculous like the how they put it in like it just makes the whole place look amazing like everything you see that's like black on the ground and don't worry don't worry that's not my live scope that's, that's yeah that's one of the guys that's here that's not mine uh <laughs> and all the, all, the, all the flooring and stuff here is like it just looks gorgeous they did a heck of a job um and yeah, so like it's honest, it's awesome. Honestly, like, we've been we've, we've been hearing so much about Aqua Traction, like just with like John Hoyer. Uh, we had McKeever on here, obviously McKeever. Yeah, uh, he's uh, getting big into the in the t- tournament stuff, and does I think his buddies actually own Aqua Traction. Um, well, he's but yeah, doing it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it just yeah, it seems like Aqua Traction is just making its way into everybody's boat and fish house down there in the midwest it's not it's not something that i like knew too much about and i've heard of like other companies in the industry um that like make a similar product and like i know some guys in the bass world even like did their whole boat that way i know it's more of a saltwater thing but like when we decided when we when we started talking about this brand and they were looking for someone to partner with for 2022 um the first thing i thought of was like oh is this just another like knockoff version of like a marine flooring or like a sea deck or something like i didn't know too much about them they were local, so I met the owner, yeah. uh, and I started talking about his product. And of course, every owner is going to be like, you know, we have we do the best this way, we do the best that way, and like it was all great, and he was an awesome dude. But like, I really didn't understand the depth of what that brand's like capability is until you start hearing it from like other people about like how good the product is. Like that's where it comes full circle, right? And so as soon as we start hearing how like yeah. it actually is a better product, like side to side, checkbox for checkbox. It was right there. I was like, all right, I want to work with this brand. Like, if they're looking for content, they're the really at the best of what they do. I want to work with them. So, um, we uh, we gave them a whole proposal. Mm-hmm. We have a whole plan for 2022. Between you and me, we may or may not have been editing uh, an epic three day off offshore shoot uh, for Aqua Traction today on that computer right there. Uh, Logan was uh, was putting the fo- hey. final touches on the entire edit. That uh, is one of many different brand videos that we have planned for this season for them. Uh, we got another shoot with them on Friday here. We're after this shoot. We're going back to back uh, for them as well. So we're uh, they're a partner of ours. Um, we're dealing with them. We're working with them all 2022. We couldn't be more excited. The owner is like, not every time do you get to work with someone who owns a company who's like just a good person, good dude, awesome guy to communicate with. Um, they're making moves, man, and it's because their yeah. product is bad to the bone. And they walk the you know they 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 talk or walk the talk. I guess is what you'd say. Like they're they're unreal. Um, everything that people have talked about so far with them has has been has hold true, and, and they're phenomenal. Like I said, this whole house got completely reamped, and every time like we get fish slime on it or something, we just like brush it off, shove it in the hole, and it looks good again. So like I've been, it's pretty cool. They're pretty cool dudes. There you go. Yeah, we might have to have them on for an episode in the future. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh is one of those guys that is just but, small business and everything. He's uh, he'd be a good person to have on because they're going like this too. They're growing like crazy. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like I said, like everybody, it seems like Aqua Traction's like going in every boat on like every Instagram story I'm seeing from down there. So yeah, no, that's freaking awesome. Um, I think we touched on we had we had an Instagram story up where people could ask you questions, and honestly, I think we answered pretty much like all of them, like except one. That- that was except, except yeah one. except for one and that's is it is it the one that i i mean obviously it's the only one that wasn't answered uh this is from i'm i'm assuming uh olsen there at fish addictions uh what is the craziest weather you've ever filmed in i'm i don't know if this is like an inside because you filmed for them and it was like a crazy day or something but well well, okay, I'll go two stories, and I won't go necessarily go into them in like terrible death. But craziest weather I've ever filmed in. Um, I mean, there's two of them for ice fishing with Mike that stand out. Um, I did get stranded on a mountain in Colorado here this fall. That was pretty freaking crazy. But that was less like I me mean, was oh, sleeting. But um, that was probably more dangerous. But no, me and Mike had an episode in in, in uh, on Lake Manitoba. No, no, it was like Winnipeg. We were chasing greenbacks, and. Um, Standard temperature was was upper negative 30s Fahrenheit, uh, and there was a little bit of a wind. It was like 50 to 60 degree negatives. Um, I mean, like usually camera gear, if you can keep batteries warm and stuff, is okay. But like LCD screens started to have like lag to them because it wasn't getting the picture on time. Um, it was pretty gnarly. Uh, and then probably the other one with him as well was on Malax probably two years ago um it was again negative 30s for a temperature with some wind and our propane uh was not turning to, to gas right i mean when you get that when you get that cold your, your propane just doesn't turn that cold so that was probably the two that we've we've done and i'm hoping i hit the two that like he remembers i'm trying to think we've had crazy winds and like snows but like in terms of extremes it was probably when oh you know no, dude i know what he's thinking about that day on winnipeg them dudes left me dude <laughs> i'm still there trying to get a drone oh. shot and like I got like six slides like going into the sunset like all in a row, and I'm like, oh, this is sick. And it's like my I don't know how my drone even flew. And then like I got one slide with camera gear behind me, and then like their little tail lights just kind of go and disappear. And I'm like, I mean, I know they went that way. And then so I get the drone back and get it put away and put my camera, I start the sled up, and it was warm. So and then I'm like, I'm going and it's getting dark. And like I was like, well, are they here or are they there? And you know like Winnipeg's like. It's a, I mean, you see lights on shore, but freaking hey, we were like, windy, miles man. Out, oh man, I was, it was like a hundred percent. It could have been really bad because I had no cell service. It could have been really bad if something would have happened to my sled. Yeah. But I remember the, the only reason I even found them was because they all got their sleds in the, in their, in their trailers, pulled their trucks up on shore and like flashed their high beams. And like in the distance, I seen like a little flickering. I'm like, oh, there they are. And I headed that way. Like. Dude, it was like it was sketch. Um, that's probably what he's thinking about. That was that same trip that it was cold, but like, it was uh, it was nasty cold. Like, if it would have gotten dark and I would have gotten somehow stuck in a drift, or the sled would have not ran or something, like it could have been bad. Because I didn't have a house with me, I had no heat with me. Um, yeah, but you, you do what you gotta do for the shot, man. It was epic. Like we made the episode. Like it was it was it was cool. But uh, <laughs> that's probably what he's thinking about. If I had to guess, that's what he's thinking about. Well, that's what I was assuming when I saw that question from from that page. I was like, "Okay, there's got to be some sort of inside scoop here." Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, for the the few years that I work with Mike and Mike and his team, um, I mean, obviously from random bites to 
ridiculously sized fish to, uh, you know, ridiculous places like Wakusko and Lake Winnipeg and Lake Manitoba. Um, and we, we did all kinds of adventures. So there, we had a lot of good memories and, uh, Mike's an awesome dude. And, and, uh, like I said, I, I, we'd had all kinds of adventures, but those are probably the ones that stuck out the most for, for extremes at least. There you go. <clears throat> now those, I mean, just another day in Saskatchewan for us here, but I mean, for, for someone down from the state, it's probably pretty crazy. <laughs> I know, probably pretty good. Yeah, dude, we're soft. We're all soft down here. We're super soft. <laughs> well, that's what they... Hey, 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 you said it. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I had a question here. I, it kind of popped up while we were talking here, and, and maybe it goes into the to being soft down there. Um, talking about beers uh, when it comes to uh, <laughs> the American beer versus the Canadian beer. Um, yeah. what's, I, well, I always see it everywhere, and it seems to be whether someone's it's, – it's always something to do with fishing, I guess, uh, and hunting, maybe after the fact too. But what's with the bush – bush light like what why does everyone drink that man two two words when i lived in north dakota that's like the only thing they sold gorilla marketing man (laughs) um what other beer put it in son of on on capitalizing on young people in the in the outdoor industry now the influencers to media you know they did they did all kinds of things um to this to this day i get a box uh with a, a hoodie and, and a couple hats and um, koozies and a couple cans of their next limited edition every time they come out with it a week before they do it. They they launch it. Um, and uh, I got Maggie yeah. to thank for that because she, she's the one that brought me in with them or whatever. But, like, they just they, – they reached out to people who they thought were making moves and, and doing cool things. And, uh, and they made it trendy, dude. Um, on top of that, like, full transparency, if they didn't send me anything, I, I never, I've never gotten a dime for the guys other than a couple hoodies. Like I'd still drink it. Like it's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's a really good cheap beer, and um, and I don't. I always say like, if like the person next to me is too good to drink like a bush, like maybe I shouldn't be sitting hanging out with that dude. Like, it's like if you're like, oh, I need some <laughs> like fancy IPA. Like if you can't if you can't sit down on, in a guy at an ice house and drink a bush light, like I might not want to be friends with you. Like I might. <laughs> it's one of those things that they created a culture behind it, dude. Um, and it like I said, grill marketing. They they crushed it and. Um, I, I think it's it's not because they're the best tasting beer because they're the 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 best value or the cheapest. It's just because they crushed their whole goal, which was uh, getting everyone who was involved that had a name and an influence uh, involved with it, and and they did a hell of a job. And the, I mean, at this point, I literally today one of the guys I was in the house with today, we go into the liquor store and we were out of beer, and they have like normal Bush Light cans there. And we yeah. had a couple couple beers back at the house, but like, or at the ice house here, but like, I almost didn't buy the normal can because they didn't have the ice fishing can. Like, it's almost to the point where the standard bush lights are like <laughs> the odd ones, and the limited edition ones are like the ones that like are normal. And so, like, if they don't have limited edition ones, like rather be camo or like hunting blaze orange or like one of the ice fishing ones, it's like, oh, I don't need them then. And that's that's what tells you that the marketing one because it has nothing to do with necessarily the beer taste or what it looks like. It's it's the, what they did behind it. So. Um, yeah, you got, games right. got to respect game. Qu- can't, question. Can't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> question. Okay. Recently on a bush light, like on their ice fishing can, oh, do you I think it was a marketing, this, marketing tactic to put a freaking six-foot ice fishing rod in a guy's hand? They messed up so hard. Like, I'll say it. I'll say it right now. I'll say it. I, I don't, I'll call them out. I'll, whatever you want to say. I, Me and Maggie were together. Uh, and it's funny because out of all the limited edition cans, me and Maggie hadn't received like a, a goodie box of that ice can. 
and usually we do when they before they launch it. And we went to a a, a liquor store. We yeah. were where were we? Oh, we were on we were on a hunting shoot in Wisconsin where she was killing a late season whitetail, and um, we literally yeah. went to the store, found these cans, and we're like, "What is this?" And like I was like, "We we didn't know about this at all." And then we looked at the can <laughs> and we're like, "There's two guys with the rod tips in the hole." And then there's two guys fishing out of the same hole. And then you got the guy on the side of the can who's like leaned back, like on a full gripped, like summer walleye rod, like a six six medium. And he's like <laughs> both what looks to be like a redfish out of the freaking ice. It's like you couldn't have missed on more. There's not a single part of that entire can that is like any guy that has ever ice fished before would relate to. And the only thing I can think of is that like maybe they rushed it. But like, dude, I don't know. But um, man, I wish they would have. And maybe that's like maybe brilliance in that. Hey, more people are talking about it. More people are hating it. I don't know. But um, I was like, I looked at that and I was like, like I called them out. I made a story about it right away. I'm like, what is up with this? Like that's kind of like they didn't do their homework or something. <laughs> like you got to imagine someone at like the marketing department in like you know wherever their base is is like, oh, we should do ice fishing. And, like, they grab, like, a clip art of a guy, like, with a summer rod and just put ice behind him. Like, I don't know, dude. Um, it was not going to lie. Like, the whole, like, it's everyone, honestly, like, so, it's, well, everyone associates, it's like, so me bizarre. and Vegas or something. And it's, like, I don't even want to, like, talk about it because it's embarrassing. Like, it's, like, it's just so off. And uh, I'm sure it, whoever was in charge yeah, of it was that, so bizarre. It, you know. Yeah. So bizarre that I honestly, at, at one point, I was, like, is this a marketing tactic? Because people are going to be talking about how off this is. Like, uh, for for instance, when uh, Elon Musk, like when they first introduced like the Cybertruck, and it's supposed <laughs> to have like bu- bulletproof windows, and it and the, at the show it shattered. Apparently, that was a marketing tactic. That Elon Musk was like, "We need to have this window shatter so it gets publicity." And, not, and that's what that I, I went. I was like, man, maybe they were like, let's. There's some smart people out there, man. Smart people. Let's make the worst ice ice fishing visual, and just get everybody so fired up that everyone's talking about it. Well, I mean, it worked. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't have led with that myself, but maybe that's why I'm not the head of marketing for Bush Light. I mean, I don't know. It was uh, it was goofy. I noticed it right away, and like as the day went on, we like drank a few more, and we're like, wait a minute, there's. In the background, there's like three guys, all fishing out of the same hole. Like, how does that work? Like, it's just, it's, it's uh, yeah, no bueno. But I mean, yeah, maybe you're right. I hope, I hope you're right. I hope, <laughs> like, I give them credit where like they knew ahead of time what they were doing. But I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Crazy. I think that's such a crazy concept. I think that's something that we should just call our quits. We'll end it on that, maybe. <laughs> That's good with me. Well, like I said, um, I appreciate you guys, uh, like I said, having me on. I appreciate being flexible. And, um, yeah, just be willing to, to hop on at, you know, 8 o'clock on a, on a weeknight while we're all sitting in a nice house. Like, that uh, it means a lot. Like I said, there aren't a whole lot of uh, free times. And usually at this time of night, like, I'm usually in bed with or putting Junior down or, or in bed with Cal. And you know, having <laughs> yeah. a, a almost two-year-old and a, and a pregnant mom at home, there isn't a lot of time to do podcasts in the evening. So it worked out well that we were we were uh, able yeah. to do it on the ice. And um, I appreciate you guys being flexible. I had a good time. I'm hoping to do it again. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to do a part two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we really appreciate it. Obviously, like you mentioned, you're a super busy guy. And, uh, yeah, we just appreciate you sitting down and, and talking fishing with us. I think this is going to be – an interesting episode that a lot of people are going to, are going to enjoy. So 
um yeah have awesome. a great night man and uh hopefully hopefully you guys have a few more beers and uh, a few more fish bush and- lattes yeah, bush latte, hopefully, and uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Hopefully, a few more fish. Hopefully, a few more beers, and um, yeah, we got we got some work to catch up tomorrow. So we're uh, we got one more day to get what we need to get done. So tomorrow's another work day. Sounds go. good. All right, take care, buddy. Awesome, appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, pretty cool that he was our first guest in an ice cabin. I'm actually kind of surprised myself that it that it took that long. Uh, we've recorded with people far and wide, and. Um, pretty cool to have him recording from his own ice house. Uh, also got to, after the interview, got to talk to some of the boys that were hanging out there with him and, and kind of, I guess, part of that production crew as well, hey? Yeah, I mean, we we are planning on recording out of an ice house ourselves. We just haven't got there yet. Um, but yeah, it was, it was super interesting the way that, uh, you know, he was able to record from his ice house, have the boys in there. They're catching fish, having a time. And uh, yeah, Sam's a busy guy. We've been going back and forth with Sam for quite some time, trying to set up a time to, uh, you know, sit down and do a little interview. And that was really the only time that he had. So uh, we appreciate it. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We appreciate you guys tuning in, uh, sticking around for part two with Sam here, tuning in to all of the episodes. If you haven't listened to past episodes, go check it out. Our podcast is free. This podcast is at no charge to you. Um, but there is there is a fee. All we ask is that you share uh, the show, share your favorite episode with one person, just one person. Um, anybody that loves to fish or uh, maybe wants to get into fishing is interested into you know the media production side of things. Um, just one episode, that's all we ask. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you guys are in the market for any gear heading into springtime here, go check out 13fishing.ca. Um, grab yourself a rod, a reel. Um, yeah don't forget that code is now not just 13 fishing specific that is site-wide on rapella canada that you can go grab yourself some a handful of jigging wraps for the summertime if if that's what you're after uh whatever you need from rapella strike master 13 fishing there's four or five other brands as well on that website um 15 off site-wide add it to your cart save yourself some coin yeah well it's basically 15 right so that's saving your tax right there so um maybe maybe it doesn't add up as much if you're getting one jigging wrap or stuff like that but you can look at things like some of the new strike master augers strike master suits um i know i've picked up some different things from Rapala, whether it's like the scale uh, scale um even the bump boards stuff like that like just some little things some big things right that's site-wide so that's uh save the tax on that it's kind of nice feel like you're taking it from the tax man keep keep doing your things but no for sure i i think that the fact that that's site-wide um i was pretty excited about that like 13 fishing stuff is great and then the fact that we get to have that site-wide now is, is phenomenal yes sir so thank you very much for tuning in uh we have more exciting fishing episodes coming so stay tuned thanks for tuning in to the weekend warriors fishing podcast if you enjoyed the show Be sure to leave a review on your favorite listening platform so we can reach more anglers just like you. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for media updates and behind-the-scenes content.